0: hey mamas you are listening to the motherhood is ghetto podcast we all know motherhood can be a beautiful thing but girl it can also be ghetto join me as we discuss some of the best and worst parts of being a mom raising kids all while trying to figure out this thing called life this ghetto is a safe space mamas so welcome to the hood welcome back to another episode of motherhood is ghetto my name is joy and how y'all doing out there if y'all doing all right today say amen um it is the middle of october and this is my first episode of the month uh and you can thank my lovely mother uh, for making sure to hold my feet to the fire and holding me accountable to make sure I'm putting out episodes <laughs> for you guys. So if you've been waiting on the episode. I appreciate your patience and thank my mama for uh, lighting a fire under my butt to get this episode. But I actually have like some some well at least in my opinion some fire episodes coming up for you guys um so but let's catch up a little bit how y'all been um let's see for me um first week of October um was a little bit rough um as you guys know um or may not know Um, October 4th uh, marked the one-year anniversary of my husband's passing and on October the 5th was my late brother's birthday. So first week of October was a little bit rough for me but um, not impossible. So um, I I definitely took some days off from work um, so that way I could just allow myself to feel whatever, whatever, you know, I I was meant to feel or, you know, go through whatever emotions I need to go through without having the pressure of having to be at work or go to work and then have a flood of emotions and feelings come over me. So I took some time off of work the first week of October and honestly like I really didn't do much um I stayed at home um I cleaned up I rearranged some furniture a little bit uh did a lot of praying wrote my journal listened to some chill hop amen um I love me some chill hop I love me some music without words it really just like puts me in a state of mind where I feel so relaxed and my thoughts just kind of like take on a life of their own. And, you know, I just, I don't know. I was just in my, I was just in my, my bubble, you know, for that first week of October. And it was really good for me. Um, I, I know that my mom and my dad, uh, were probably feeling a lot, You know with it being my brother's birthday um but at the same time for me you know it just didn't feel right for me to reach out to them and i didn't reach out to any of my other siblings either even though i knew like you know they were feeling you know a certain way and they were going through it it just felt right for me to take care of me during that time Because I was feeling all the emotions and I even had uh, something happen to me the week before uh, October, which um, I will probably talk about on my new podcast, The Widow Circle, (laughs) Um, which is not it's uh, the first episode isn't up yet, but it will be up soon. Um, But but yeah, I just felt like it was important for me to take care of me and as much as I love to be there you know for my family and be a person that they can lean on I just felt like for me like I couldn't be that person during that time so and I know that they definitely understand uh, nobody like reached out to me and was like hey I didn't hear from you or anything like that so I know that they understand And I just had to take time to take care of me and just kind of process things because, you know, for me, I felt I felt like, wow, like it's been a year like and, you know, I managed (laughs) I managed to survive this year. I didn't die. And, you know, my world didn't end like I think like I thought that it would. Um, so I had a lot of time to think and self-reflect on how far I've come and, you know, and what and, you know, think and reflect on what's to come and all the great things that, you know, God has in store for me. Um, did a lot of praying, a lot of meditating and just taking time for myself. And I think I truly, really needed that um so that's how pretty much how the first week of October went for me uh second week of October took the kids Halloween costume shopping thank god we got that out of the way uh I will tell you Halloween is my least favorite um holiday spooky season it's my least favorite time of year I just I really don't like it um uh, and, you know what, I, I really do, like, I enjoy, like, the decorations and stuff like that, and I I don't know what it is, like, the whole Halloween thing, I'm just over it, but anyway, uh my kids are still of that age, so I indulge them, and I do the things, and we participate in the things. Um, so we did that at the beginning of the second week of October. Um, we wrapped up parent-teacher conferences last week also. Uh, everyone is doing good. Um, my daughter, she is doing very well in, uh, her, uh, in her seventh grade year. She's doing amazing. She's getting good grades. Um, uh, My son, Solomon, is doing fantastic. Um, this year, we tried um, putting him in a regular fifth grade class as opposed to a controlled autism class that he's been in all this time um since he was three years old, since he started school up until now, and um, it has been going very well. Solomon's doing amazing. He's keeping up with all the other fifth graders. Um, he's doing the work. He's got a little support group there um, that he he socializes and interacts with, with other students who have lost a parent or both parents. So he is a part of a little support group and they help each other. And And from what I was told by his teachers, he has been quite the leader. And I cried during the parent teacher to amen, <laughs> because I was so proud of him. And yeah, it's just, I'm just so proud of my son. like I, I'm proud of all my kids, but I'm so proud of him. And yeah, I, I can't talk about it anymore or else I'm going to start crying again. So just know that Solomon is doing great. Jahari is doing good too. He's struggling a little bit in math. I don't blame him because math these days is so hard. Like, I don't know why these kids need to know this stuff, but I I just don't remember doing this type of math when I was in the fourth grade. Uh, But we're getting it together. I'm helping him out. Um, I'm, you know, watching YouTube videos and stuff and learning the math that he's doing so that way I can help him with his homework and stuff like that. So everyone is doing good, so parent teacher conferences i would say uh went pretty well for the for everyone um let's see what else um I think that's pretty much it for this week um I was talking to my mom, and when she was asking me, like, when I was going to do another episode, I was like, I, you know, I really have, like, I have everything written out, like, and everything for the episodes that I'm going to do, but I've just been feeling like not, I haven't been feeling unmotivated to record an episode, I've just been feeling like, like, there's so much going on in the world, and we, we were talking about what's going on in Gaza right now. And I was just explaining to her, like, I just don't understand, like, why, why all of this, like, why all of this pain and suffering and, and my heart goes out to the babies and the moms and the families, like, and the dads, like, who are losing their, their children, like, and their whole families are being literally destroyed and I was just kind of expressing to my mom like that's had me kind of down and in my feels, but I want to be informed and I want to stay, you know, informed about the topic, even though, you know, there's, I mean, there's nothing really I could do, you know, besides pray for them, which is what I've been doing and just praying for peace and, you know, praying for the conflict to stop. Um, But it's just kind of had me a little bit down and feeling like, you know, maybe my podcast isn't as important right now. Maybe I should, you know, (laughs) spend the time like, you know, praying for these families. But at the same time, my podcast is important. And I do know that uh, at least uh, a few of y'all out there really enjoy my podcast and really like uh, to hear these episodes and interact with me. So... Um, here I am <laughs> but yeah I just been feeling a lot of emotions and stuff and I just as a mom I just couldn't imagine what can't imagine what they're going through even though I know you know like I like you know what it's like to lose a husband and a brother like it still doesn't feel like it's the same magnitude as how they're losing their families and and it's really like these people are innocent. They Well, let me not get into that. <laughs> let me not get into that because uh, my opinion is my opinion. And all I know and all I want to share is that I really feel for the families um, and the children. So I be praying for them. You know, I be trying to send my good vibes from all the way over here however I can. And I just try my best to stay up to date and informed in my opinion, like, there's, you know, there's no reason why, you know, innocent, innocent families, innocent women and children and men should be murdered, like, that's, that's just my opinion, so, but it's had me a little bit in my feels, but, um, but I'm cool, and I'm okay, I'm just gonna continue to pray, and all that good stuff, so, um, So, let's get into today's episode. (laughs) So, today, um, uh, we're going to keep it a little bit light, and we're going to keep it a little bit fun today, and I'm going to answer some more questions I got from listeners. Uh, Appreciate you guys for reaching out to me with your questions. Um, So, let's get into it. So, this first question, (laughs) y'all... this first question, it had me dying. Like, it had me dying. So, this listener says, Hello, <laughs> I came in on your podcast off the Death is Ghetto episode. And I love hearing your take on motherhood. It's kind of cool to hear from the other side of the fence in a down-to-earth kind of way. And in, in quote, in... Uh, What's called parentheses? It says single father here. Um, But I have have to ask, do you smoke weed? (laughs) LOL. (laughs) You just seem so cool and calm about literally everything. How do you do that? (laughs) What's your secret? Because I be ready to lose my mind on most days. If I ever visit Vegas, can I blow one with you? <laughs> LOL. <laughs> uh, um, thank you for your question. I appreciate that. Um, to, uh, the quick answer to your question is no. <laughs> um, I don't smoke weed. Uh, <laughs> have I ever smoked weed? Yes. Um, but. I definitely I do not smoke weed to stay calm in any way or mellow or any of that stuff. Um I really honestly think that's my nature just just naturally because I've always been a pretty calm person like even as a child like I don't I think I I think that's just my nature and I'm just a very calm person. I really don't let things get to me. It takes a lot to get me to a point where I like I've lost my cool and like I raise my voice or I yell or anything like that like it it takes a lot to get me there because at the end of the day I just a lot of things like really don't I feel don't deserve that type of energy from me um (laughs) uh because I could definitely use that energy towards something else like I can use that energy in a positive way, you know, playing with my kids or, you know, putting it into my business, doing stuff like and I just have better ways to use my energy than to be all willy nilly and <laughs> flying off the handle and not have a level head. <laughs> but um and I guess how I guess how I stay so calm well It's kind of hard to put into words because, especially if you're dealing with people, well, I don't know if you're, I'm assuming that you're talking about, like, you know, how I deal with my kids because that's what I talk about the most. Um, I mean, at the end of the day, they're kids and, you know, and a lot of the times I have to remind myself, like, Joy, you were that age too. And, you know there were probably things that you did that got on your parents nerves too so I, I think i think if i could sum it up it's just that like like grace like making sure that i offer grace to people and to my kids you know i think that's how i stay so calm most of the time because i don't know you know what the next person's going through And then when my kids are acting a little bit out of whack, um, I try. I just level with them and find out what's going on with them and, you know, what I can do to help. And there's always a solution. There's, there's not a problem on this earth that doesn't have a solution. So, I mean, that's kind of the mindset that I have and I just don't let, I just don't I don't know. I just don't let people rattle me And but don't get me wrong. Like I do be stressing out about things. Like I do, you know, worry and stuff like that. But, um, I just don't, I don't know. I, I just don't project it outward. Um, I keep it in most of the time or, you know, I'll write it down in my journal or I'll write letters to my husband about things that may be bothering me if it comes to my kids and, or, you know, I pray about it. And, but like I said, like I really, I really never been the type, uh, to fly off the handle or just be unstable. (laughs) I don't know, but, um, but I will tell you one thing and (laughs) I'm going to share a quick story with you guys. And, this stays on the podcast, okay? Don't go spreading this around to your friends, okay? Um, but at the time when I was smoking weed, um, I was I was smoking weed in a way to better connect with my husband because my husband was an avid weed smoker, like, literally until the day he died. Like, my husband would smoke weed all day, every day. And, and there's no problem. I don't have a problem with weed or anyone who smokes weed, like... My mom smokes weed, (laughs) and and all my brothers smoke weed, and um, and my mom, I'm pretty sure she smoked weed when she was pregnant with me. Like I'm I'm almost positive of it, so I have no problem, (laughs) I no problems against weed. Um, It's just for me, like it was just something like I never needed, like because like I said, like I'm always calm, you know, I'm always relaxed, like, but but like I would say. Like towards the beginning, like of last year, 2022, well, not even the beginning of last year, um, maybe like middle of last year. Um, I was like telling my husband, I was like, you know, like it was kind of like a, if you can't beat them, join them type of thing. And I really wanted to, you know, spend time doing things that, uh, that my husband liked to do, you know, and kind of really connect with him and get on his level, so to speak. And I know when I smoke weed, I get very loose and I get very comfortable. And, and I found that um, some things like I would be uncomfortable talking with him about. And, and it wasn't for any particular reason. I think it's just with me. Like I just had one of those mental blocks where it's like, like I just felt kind of uncomfortable. So the weed would help me loosen up and talk and where my filter was off. like my filter comes off and I say what's really on my heart when I smoke weed. (laughs) So, so, and it was also a way like to, to have fun with my husband or whatever. So one of these, one of these fine evenings when, uh, we were, we were sharing a blunt together. Um, (laughs) I think it was the first time I had smoked with him, Uh, Because before that, I hadn't smoked weed at all, like, like at all, since like, since maybe when I tried it when I was a teenager, like, you know, it was just, it just wasn't my thing. But, um, I was smoking with him one night and then I got super hungry, right? Of course. So I went down to the kitchen, first tried to keep it real copacetic because I was passing up my kids and I didn't want them to see that mommy was high. (laughs) So I made it to the kitchen and, um, I went to, you know, I made me something to eat. But while I was eating, it was like, it was like my throat was trying to swallow my food before my mouth could chew it. (laughs) Like, does that make sense to y'all? Like, it was like my throat was trying to pull food down my throat before I had a chance to get it all chewed up and I felt like I was about to choke like and I was like why why can't I eat correctly like what is going on every time I take a bite of my food it was like my throat was just ready to like swallow it before I could chew it all and I was like I'm I'm gonna die like (laughs) like I'm about to choke to death and then so um I I just I was like forget it like I'm not gonna eat anything and I just went back upstairs and laid down and then the next morning I asked my husband I was like where did you get this weed from (laughs) and he was like why I was like I don't know what was in that weed but like I couldn't eat. Like it was like my throat was trying to swallow the food before I could chew it and I felt like I was going to choke to death. And he just started busting out laughing and he thought that was the funniest thing. I'm like it's not funny. Like I almost died. <laughs> like like for real. Like I shit. I was like I don't think I could do this. <laughs> I was like, I think they put a roofie in the weed because I I, I couldn't do it. Like, I was like, how do you guys eat when you're high? Like, because the way my mouth was working was like, as soon as the food went in my mouth, my throat was ready to bring it down. And I was like, it's not ready to go down. I have to chew it first. (laughs) But anyway, that's my weed story. And don't go telling your friends about that. (laughs) It stays on the podcast, okay? Um... But um, if you do ever come to Vegas, um, I probably will not blow one with you <laughs> because you're a stranger, and I'm not gonna get high with no strangers. But um, but I appreciate the the question, and I appreciate you listening. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> All right. Um, so second question is. Uh, from a listener, and she says, "Hey, mama, hey, mama, how you doing? Um, I was listening to Gentle AF, and I too consider myself to be a gentle parent, but sometimes I feel I'm being too gentle overall and not setting proper boundaries. Can you offer any advice on how to not be too gentle so that my children don't run over me?" Um, well, (laughs) I think, I think one misconception about gentle parenting is that you, like, we don't discipline our children. Like, I discipline my kids. I just don't discipline them in a way that harms their bodies or their, um, mental or emotional state of being. So, when I when I discipline my children in the way that I do, that sets that boundary and it lets them know like my actions do have consequences. Um so, I would say for you setting boundaries with your gentle parenting, It like, don't take it as a way that like saying that you can't discipline your kids because gentle parents do discipline their children. Um, just not in the traditional ways or the ways that some of us may have been disciplined, like, you know, getting our asses beat, (laughs) you know what I'm saying? Or making us, you know, sit in a corner with books on our heads or however, you know, whatever the case may be. Um, I just don't discipline that way. Um, so just to give you an example or, you know, maybe, you know, kind of role play with you a little bit, say, say you have a child who, um, every time you tell them to do their homework, like they just don't do their homework. They sit and they play all day until it's time to go to bed. And then they end up not doing their homework. Let's just say that's the case. And you telling them over and over, do your homework, do your homework here, do your homework, and they're still not doing it. And they're pretty much playing in your face. Um, And with you being a gentle parent, you know, you don't want to whoop them, you know, you don't want to, you know, f- you know, do anything to physic or to physically harm them. And you don't want to say things that may hurt them or lower their self-esteem so but you can discipline them in other ways but i think the most important thing to do if you're going to discipline them and set that boundary is to make sure they understand what they've done wrong and why it's not okay and what's going to happen moving forward. So for for me, you know, I explained to my kids like, hey, what you did, this is what you're doing now, or what you did, like that's unacceptable. Like that is not how we rock. So here's what we're gonna do. And I let them know like what what discipline, whether it's me putting them on restriction, uh, me, me, um, restricting their, their phones to where they can't use their phones at all. That's another thing. Like I don't take anything away from my kids, but like physically I don't take things away from them. Sometimes I do, but most of the time I just pretty much restrict it. So they still have that physical thing. They just can't use it. Um, but just kind of letting them know like what, they've done and why it wasn't good and what you'll be doing you know what what is the consequence of their action um for me that's worked and not to say that my kids like are just always like in line because my kids they be they be talking out the side of their neck sometimes especially now like i'm dealing with a preteen and she she be ready like to pop off at the mouth sometimes and it 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 does like it takes it takes you know a lot of self-control not to just snatch them by the neck and (laughs) you know like just let them know like you know who's in charge but I think if you communicate openly with your children and set your expectations and let them know like if my expectations aren't met this is what we're gonna do or this is how you know you're going to be disciplined and they know that up front then they won't test you because they'll know like okay this is what's going to happen if I do this and now if they still decide to test you and they know what the consequences are going to be then that's a like a behavioral issue and that's something different and you may want to look into that because they're they're deliberately being defiant and not listening um but and it also too it also depends too on how old your children are so if they're little you know if your children are little kids and they're you know kind of learning you know what what they can get away with and what they can't then with smaller children it's all about repetition and reinforcement Like right? you have to keep keep the same energy with them so if you don't want them touching a certain thing or playing with a certain thing then you can't you can't um be lax with it. You can't be some tiny wishy-washy. Like your word has to be your word. You got to stand firm on it. Your yes is your yes and your no is your no. And that's it. So there's no room for negotiation. There's no room for bargaining. It is what it is. And with smaller children that that helps better. That helps them better to understand what their mom or their parents boundaries are when you're very clear and concise and you don't waver and you're not wishy-washy so if they know that you know if you have smaller children they know that all they have to do is cry for them for you to allow them to sleep in your bed But, you know, you don't want them to sleep in your bed. You want to be able to relax without them or, you know, have time with your spouse or your partner without your baby in the bed. Then you have to set that boundary and you have to stand firm on it. And you can't you can't shake and you can't buckle when the tears start coming out Um, and and they start crying like you just can't. So um, that would be my advice. Um, if you want to assert, you know, your authority as their parent is just be clearing upfront about what the consequences will be if they don't follow your rules or do what they're told to do. And you don't, I mean, in my opinion, like you don't have to beat a child. You don't have to beat anything into a child and you don't have to humiliate them. You know, you don't have to do anything to to their self-esteem or demotivate them to get them to fall in line, Um, especially with this generation of kids. like They like to talk and share feelings, and so it's easier to parent this generation, I feel like, than any other generation because I know we weren't talking about feelings (laughs) when we were growing up and stuff like that, so... And then when we can use that to our advantage because our kids are so open in this generation, so open and, you know, and they're learning stuff about mental health and taking care of themselves and expressing feelings and stuff like that, speaking up. And, you know, I think that's to our advantage as gentle parents, because we can definitely, you know, not be their friend, but be an, an ally, you know, for them as well as their parent or as well as their parent. And just we're able to set healthy and proper boundaries, you know, that the child doesn't feel like they're in prison or their their sense of self or identity is being jeopardized or taken away, so to speak. So um, but I hope that helped. Thank you for the question. I I really hope that that helped. And I explained it, you know, good. If not, just let me know and I'll try it again. but i appreciate you guys so much for submitting your questions um that's all the questions i have so i'm pretty much gonna wrap up this episode here uh thank you so much for taking the time out to listen to this episode uh please share it with anyone who you think may find it helpful and do not forget to one get your copy of the motherhood is ghetto self-care journal for mothers Get it for yourself, get it for another mother, get it for your sister, your auntie, like anyone who's a mother. Uh, please get it. And also make sure to follow me on Instagram at Motherhood is Ghetto so you can keep up with me, keep up with the ghetto, keep up with the hood. Um, and then you can also DM me directly on Instagram. If you have any questions for me or if you have any topics you'd like me to cover on this podcast, my DMs are 100% open. So thank you again for tuning in. And until next time, mamas. Thank you so much for listening to today's podcast. Don't forget to follow the podcast and share with anyone who you think may enjoy it. And follow me on Instagram at motherhood underscores ghetto. Also, feel free to DM me if you have any experiences, opinions, or views on motherhood you'd like me to share on the podcast. Until next time, mamas.